Hello, everybody. Uh, as some of you may have heard, uh, Polygon recently eliminated its social media manager role. And what that means is that Ashley no longer works at Vox Media um, and also that she'll no longer be on the Polygon show which sucks, obviously, and we're really going to miss having her on the show. And I know all of you are really going to miss having her on the show. Uh, I really enjoyed working with her, uh, especially on this show, because she always had incredibly funny stories to tell. uh, And she has been a really good co-host. What that means for the show is, well, it's still going to be the Polygon show, and we're still going to talk about video games and have goofs and talk about Coke Zero and fishing and... Assassin's Creed and Tearaway. Um, the show will will continue, um, but obviously it's it's going to be a different show now that we are down a co-host. Just like the dynamic is going to be different. There are only three of us, um, but we still love doing the show and chatting every week. That's a good. It's a highlight of all of our weeks, I think. Um, but that being said, just because it's kind of it's changed, uh, I would love to know if you guys if there's anything you'd like us to try. Uh, anything different, now is definitely the time to do that. Um, you can always email us at polygonshow at polygon.com. We'll be around um, listening. Don't say anything mean. <laughs> so uh, finally, thank you everyone for understanding. Um, hopefully, I mean, th- this sucks, but we're, I mean, Ashley's going to be okay and we're going to be okay too. Um, so thank you everyone for sticking with us and listening. Uh, we have a couple episodes coming up in the feed this week, bonus episodes from San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Chelsea did an interview with Gendy Tartakovsky, who made Samurai Jack and is now making Primal. And our comics editor, Susanna Polo, did an interview with Rebecca Sugar, which is very, very awesome. Um, so both of those are going up in the feed, and I hope you enjoy those. Uh, but for now, let's do an episode of The Polygon Show. Welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm here with Chelsea Stark. Hello, and Allegra Frank. Hello. Got no ads this week. I got I got nothing. Well, we do have ads, but I've got <laughs> nothing. I've got nothing to say in between the intro and the show thing because I said everything I needed to say at the top of the show. Oh. What do I say now? Uh, uh, do you want to pitch us your new new secret product? Um, yeah, my new secret product is actually it is a small spray bottle. Um, and it takes the air from San Diego, and it puts it in New York City. Oh, oh. my God. Wait, tell me about this air. This the air, air in San Diego. Let me tell you about San Diego. It is a place in California. <laughs> it's extremely far south in California. So mm. I thought, my God, that place is going to be a horrible hot desert land. Uh, I will sweat there. No. Turns out San Diego is sunny, and yet... There is a cool breeze constantly because mm. it's on the ocean. Uh, there are palm trees all over, which I hear are not native to California, but they were brought in and they look extremely aesthetic. Um, and it's just like it's just it's it's, it's, it's pretty. It's it's cool in the shade. It's cool it's in the shade. Hot in the sun. It's warm in the sun. Ugh. Someone. When I walked out of the airport, someone behind me walked out and said, it's so humid. And I'm like, have you been in I, New York this week? Because it feels like inside me, of a butthole. It isn't. It, sorry for saying butthole. No, it's so accurate and so, so real. I hate as soon as I had to reckon with the thought of going back to New York from San Diego, I felt deep, deep despair. 
Well, for those of us who have been living in this butthole without any reprieve, I can report back that, yeah, it was it was real bad and shitty. It was horrible. Thank you for asking. I had a lovely time suffocating and I have not slept. Your days. skin's great, though. Your skin looks beautiful. I have Very three moist. new pimples, but thank you. Oh, wow. I can't see them. It's I, fine. I came back Sunday morning because I took a red eye and I walked outside Sunday and I was like, I feel like I'm inside of a, a bus exhaust fan. Like the bus is just blowing hot air on me, except that's everywhere I go. Yeah. I feel like people are always like, oh, talking about the weather is so boring. What no. small talk? It is freaking real. There are some things to say. We got some shit to talk about. It's both crucial and real. And it is an essential part of being an adult is you suddenly start talking about the weather. Mm -hmm. And as me and my brother did on our phone call the other day, because he recently moved to Boston and he has no friends, we talked about uh, investing in the stock market. That was a real conversation I had with my brother. Um, And, you know... That's why I'm old, um, and I love it. But <laughs> and this is our segment on CD laddering. Wow! Now let's talk about. Oh my God! I am actually going to start CD laddering. I know. I know about this. Oh, I told you. About, oh no! I told. You I about- don't want to know about this. Actually, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you about the other thing that I've been doing, uh, which is playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Simone, you've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey for almost an entire year. I hear you shouting out there in the distance. Yes, but when I started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey a year ago, I did not have 75% trophy completion. And now I do. And I would like to officially announce Trophy Quest is fucking on. I am so close. All the shit I have left to do is mostly pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, how many, How many things do you have to collect? Actually, there's not a lot of collecting with it. Oh, I, there's one uh, power up that I need to get so I can do an overpower attack with every weapon type, which includes the bow, which I was not expecting, and I don't have any fucking hunter abilities because I am a melee asshole. Um, melee asshole, good title. Gonna write it down. Um, <laughs> but what I really want to talk about is the incredibly good uh, tales for Lost Tales of Greece quests. Uh, so these are optional quests that, are, that have been added to the game. They're not part of the uh, the regular trophy list. And this actually does piss me off. This is horrible. Because when you look at Assassin's Creed Odyssey on PS4 trophies, uh, the completion, very, very low. But then you go into that and you're like, oh, there's a trophies for the base game, oh. then trophies for this add-on, oh. and then, you know, trophies for the DL, all the separate DLC chapters, no. which is like six six separate DLC chapters. Ah! Okay, but you can still get a platinum just on a game. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I have to go in there, and then I see my 75%, and then I feel way better. Um, but you do get a trophy for completing every one of these Lost Tales of Greece quests, and I've done four of them now, and they're all fucking great you guys they're like the best quests in the game and they have nothing to do with the goddamn overarching story but they're so good and this one specific one the one i did first um tale of two brothers i think it was not called but it's what we're going to call it (laughs) i was wandering around and i they 
I saw that there was this guy that w- had been captured by bandits, and I went to rescue him, and I rescued him. Um, and he turns out he's like a sensitive poet who loves to cook, and he's coming back home after a long time, and he got fucking captured. Oh no, his father has passed away. And we go back. To, I take him back to his house because I've just rescued him because I'm a baller. Um, and his brother is there, and his brother is really butch and uh, a war veteran and has PTSD, and he's also grieving their father in his own way. His father was a soldier just like him, but he, both brothers feel that they can't live up to their father's expectations. Um, and it's just this quest of like both helping them get stuff for the funeral and then also figuring out why the one brother was captured by bandits in the first place and then you go on dates with the brothers <gasps> wait is that required uh no you can turn them down <laughs> but you can say you yes. can turn them down but do you but why would you Not when you can you date mean. two brothers oh two brothers two brothers so i went on a date with the um cuz the poet guy is like all into you from the start he's like oh my god you're so hot you saved my life this is amazing uh uh, let me take you up to the mountain i'm gonna cook for you did you know i'm an incredible cook kill a deer for me and i'll cook for you and cassandra is like i have to do the work what are you doing (laughs) but i did um and we ate venison up on the mountain he was a very good cook um not a good poet but a good cook um and then uh, the other brother, we um, we did sparring together, which is obviously very hot, um, <laughs> <laughs> even though he's emotionally conflicted about fighting because of his PTSD. Um, but yeah, yeah. So apparently, I looked this up online, you can choose to sleep with bro- both brothers. <gasps> no. Yeah. Did you? I did not, because I was not attracted to the poet brother. So I did have, not like his beard. He slept with the other one, though. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Making him the second man that I have slept with in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The first being my incredible bisexual boyfriend, Alcibiades, who will not commit to me and also will not sleep with me, which is very frustrating. Wait, but you slept with him. I did once. Oh. Yeah. And now he's so horny. All the time. Every conversation you have with him, he's like, hmm, bulls. But then if you go up and talk to him in the house where he hangs out in Athens, he just whistles. He goes, do, 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 do. It's not even like whist- catcalling. It's not even like a horny just, kind of whistling. It's just like a tuneless grandpa whistle. It's a tuneless grandpa mm. whistle. He's just biding his time standing there. You can push into him and he's, you know, he goes, ugh, like a video game character does, flails a bit. You can't. Sleep with them again, unless like it comes up in a quest or something. I went on a quest, another one of the Tales of Greece quests, again that are so good that had Alcibiades in it. Did he fuck me? No, he did not. Fuck! I thought it was leading up to something. No. Okay, so can you like date date the brother now? Like, can you keep going out with him? I actually asked him to be a crew member on my ship. Oh, uh, yeah. So he he lives so with he me now. works for you. He works for me now. <laughs> <laughs> with him and then you put him to work that's how it's supposed to be baby now he i mean he he is a former soldier he wants to travel the world and hopefully i can provide a safe environment for him and not get into any horrible ship battles that will traumatize him um but yeah apparently if you do sleep with both brothers and then either choose and and then choose one the other one will just be really mad and sad and like be really mad at you but because i didn't go all the way (laughs) with the poet um he was fine with it he accepted our love Um, well i wouldn't call it love i would call it a relationship um a crewmanship uh (laughs) and he's fine with it and he's gonna go become a cook 
Great. He's given up poetry because he wasn't good at it. Good. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I just I really fucking love this little storyline and all of the the ones in this like chunk of quests, which are added to your quest log without any prompting from you, which has kind of peeved me. Um, but all of them have been really quality so far. Uh, so and they all have trophies, as I said. So I will, of yes. course, be doing all of them regardless of their quality. I was going to say, even if they're BS and you hated them. Just like the quest that I did, or not the quest, just like the trophy I got in Assassin's Creed Syndicate for flipping five carriages by shooting horses in the head. No! Why would you kill all those horses? I had to for the trophy, Chelsea. They rewarded it. And that's what Westworld is about. The trophy is called What the Fuck is Wrong with You. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> but they did put it in there. But they, yeah. Specifically See, to taunt Westworld this assholes is why like me. You shouldn't be able to look at what trophies are. <laughs> but oh. I, then I wouldn't have been. <laughs> she would have found out eventually. I gotta find out. Anyway, so that's what I've been doing. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey this week, I dated two boys, um, and I'm on Trophy Quest. I'm very committed. I'm going to – I'm so close to finishing this fucking game, you guys. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. I wonder – what is it about Assassin's Creed in particular that makes you want to, like, platinum them? I have no idea. It's like, <laughs> Maybe I should examine that. <laughs> like, Syndicate was the same way. You I shot mean, horses for it. So, like, yeah. why – Did you platinum Origins? No, no, I didn't finish Origins. I think, honestly, it's probably that for, like, I, I do pursue trophies pretty aggressively in all games that I enjoy. Like, I, I'm so close also to platinuming Little Big Planet 2, mm -hmm. but I don't have a PS3 anymore, so I never will, and that sucks. But um, I, I think it's just that. I'm good at Assassin's Creed, mm -hmm. so it becomes very possible for me to get the Platinum, whereas in other games, it's like, oh my god, you're making me jump through hoops. Um, but for the Assassin's Creed games, like everything, I mean, with maybe the exception of the fucking feathers in Assassin's Creed 2. Um, Those did sound like a nightmare, though. Yeah. That sounded like, I but mean. Did I try to open every chest? Absolutely. Do I still occasionally open Assassin's Creed Unity and look at the fucking map and say, I must do more? Yes, of course I do. Do I hate myself? Yes, of course I do. Allegra, <laughs> let's talk about your new phone. Yes. So, as you both know, but I will reiterate for <gasps> the listeners, I have a problem where I break things and I don't replace them. And I will just keep holding on to them. I don't, I didn't own shaving cream for like eight months because it was empty. And I was like, I'm just going to use soap. Excuse me. I used travel tubes of toothpaste because I didn't want to buy toothpaste. I, yikes. <laughs> I uh, will, I, most of my pillowcases have huge holes in them, but I don't want to buy new pillowcases because why would I do that? And same with my Why don't phone. you just learn to sew then, okay? <laughs> this is agonizing for me. I'm just so mad at you. You didn't have to tell me all those details that made me matter. Most of my pants have holes in the crotches, but as long this, as you aren't looking, it's okay. This could have been a happy story, Allegra. <laughs> this could have been a good, it, uplifting segment. This becomes, could have been a moment of growth. It becomes one, almost. Does it? Not really. So basically, I had a really shitty phone. Everyone knows it was Samsung S7 Galaxy Edge. And um, it it lasted me for two years, I will say. So I got it 
almost exactly two years ago, I think, in August 2017. Oh, yeah. After you lost your phone at Gamescom. No, that was the year before. This was after when I dropped my phone that I had. I had lost a phone in Gamescom the year before. Then I got a new phone that lasted me a year. And then I dropped it in <laughs> Seattle. And it uh. broke. So then I just got another new phone. And I dropped it on my birthday. So my birthday's in December. So this phone lasted about three and a half months <sighs> before I dropped it. Oh, my God. And I dropped it onto some hard concrete. And the entire screen shattered. And everyone was like, girl, that looks bad. Is that a screen protector? What a weird aesthetic you have. And I was like, no, my aesthetic is being real cheap. So I'm not going to fix this. This is true, actually, having seen you. <laughs> yes, my aesthetic is wearing clothes that other people give me and having holes in everything I own. <laughs> um, so my screen just was progressively worse and worse and worse and worse over the last two years. Everyone was getting mad at me, especially because yeah. the phone got increasingly slow as well. Um, we all took it very personally. Everyone had a different reason to be upset about my phone. Yeah. And eventually the phone no longer vibrated or made sound. So I never knew if I had a phone call or a text. Like it got oh. to the point where last Christmas uh, last I gave Christmas. my parents my heart and they tried to call me the very next day and I didn't wake up and they thought I was dead. So <laughs> Sorry, it's July. <laughs> it got to the point almost eight months ago. I Look. <laughs> yep. And uh, I literally woke up at 4 p.m. on Christmas, and I was supposed to meet my parents at 2 p.m. <gasps> and I woke up and had 12 missed calls and texts, lots of texts. And they were like, we literally thought you were dead. And I they was like, I only thought Sorry. you were dead for two hours. <laughs> Big drama queens there. <laughs> Last Maybe. Christmas, you thought I was dead. <laughs> but the very, very next, next day, day, I showed up at your house. <laughs> I showed up alive <laughs> next year to save you from fear. <laughs> I'll buy a new iPhone. Perfect. Yeah. Simone just gave away the biggest surprise, no. which is that finally. So the other issue was that I was an Android user. Everyone I know has an iPhone. This was, in fact, the bigger issue. This was the bigger issue. Everyone was like, you're goddamn green bubbles. You don't even know because you don't have the bubbles and you don't even get your text messages. And I was like, yeah, so I don't care as long as I can listen to my music and see that I have a text message 45 minutes after I received it, then I'm OK. And everyone else was like, no, 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 no. You need those blue bubbles. We tried to. Okay. I also even tried to take you to get a phone at Pod X and you were like, Ugh. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, I don't need it. But then I was hanging out with my friend and we were talking about, listen, I need a new phone. Everyone knows I need a new phone. What kind of phone should I get? He has an Android and an iPhone. Oh, God. So I trusted his opinion and he said, listen, I have both. <laughs> Get an iPhone. And I was like, what? Why? And he was like, they're just better. And then he was like, you could get this iPhone. It's not that expensive. And he showed me and I saw that they had colors. And I was like, hold on. Is there oh, a yeah. red one? And he said, yeah, there's a red one. And I was like, sold. Binge. I don't care how much this is. I'm getting red phone because red is my favorite color. So now I have the iPhone XR. XR? XR. Yeah, XR. They really red. fucked that up this time they really fucked it up with these names yeah i don't the know fucking how to say it 10s what the fuck is wrong with you can't mix roman numerals and letters it's literally <laughs> forbidden nobody knows how to say it, it looks like xs which mm -hmm. is a word you and can't do it, this and it's also an xbox and it's an xbox mm -hmm. 10s 10r oh my god 
Yeah. So you got the 10R and it's red and it's beautiful. I got a beautiful red one. The other reason I was able to get it is we finally, I finally paid off the broken (gasps) phone. That was another issue. Oh my God. So I was not going to just get a new phone and still pay for that shit. No way. So it was paid off. And then I got a nice big uh, paycheck. Oh. From a little something called the union. That's me, a union. And I spent all that money on a screen protector, extra special Apple Care, oh a my case. God. You have Apple Care? I have Apple Care. Go ahead, look at the phone. That's a true adult move. I am I'm looking at this now. Your your screen or your phone protector is very very thick. <laughs> um, I don't even see the screen protector. You even got a clear case so we can see the red phone. Yeah. yeah, we can see that Apple symbol on the back. We can see all your fingerprints. Yep. Product red, baby. Yes. Bono. You Bono. got that Bono phone. I, I had a Bono you. iPod. I did too. Hell yeah. It was cool because it was red. Yeah, exactly. Also because Bono's cool. And Bono. Oh. Um, so I... I'm doing great with this iPhone situation. I thought it might be hard to acclimate, but I love it. I do notice those blue and green bubbles, and I I hate them too. I hate those green bubbles. I honestly don't care about them. But let's – wow, I just realized we're deep in this topic, and we haven't even uh, talked about games, which is why (laughs) this was a topic. So, yes. Because this has changed your life. Yes. Because you're not playing on a fucking shitty phone. So now I finally can actually play games on a functioning phone. And this was the biggest issue with everyone at Polygon. Most people at Polygon. I look at Chelsea, <laughs> who is one of the lone normal people left at Polygon. Thanks. So Thank you for recognizing me. Uh, I have been asked many a time why I'm not opening people's gifts in Pokemon Go. Yeah. It got to the point where they realized we're just not going to we can't be your friend anymore because you're just not going to play. Can't be it, your friend. It was sacrificing my literal and figurative virtual friendships where people did not want to be my friend anymore. Um, yeah. Ross, uh, Ross, producer Ross is very angry. He's staring at us. He, through the I door. noticed like as soon as you started talking, Ross menacingly came to the window it, and yeah. started tapping the gifts on his phone and was like, excuse me. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start being a better friend wow. in general. I'm going to get this iPhone so I can text people and actually hear it. And I'm going to open their dang gifts. I have Adventure Sync on so that Pokemon Go collects steps in the background. I constantly have the game open and I'm getting gifts. I am sending those gifts back to people. I am catching so many Pokemon. I have done, I've, I've leveled up twice already since I got this phone two weeks oh ago. Oh my God, Allegra, I'm it, so proud. I take long walks again, just playing Pokemon Go and not seeing where I'm going and walking into the middle of the street. And it's great. Please don't get hit by a car again. Yeah, I, again, you're right. Last time it was with the shitty phone. Yeah, what were you, that wasn't because of a game, right? That, that was, was just because it was dark and they didn't see you. That was not my fault. This it time was very it, much not your fault. Yes, this time it would be very much it will my be. fault. And yes. It will be future. <laughs> it will be. When Let's it be honest, it will be. <laughs> so yes, the main reason why this is exciting for everyone is that I finally can play Pokemon Go again and I am very obsessed. And probably a ton of other games too. Yeah, I've had Dr. Mario. I'm playing that one a lot. I have CoStar, which I consider a video game because oh it gamifies my birth time and uh, it stresses me out. No. Uh, I bought, I got the Detective Pikachu iMessage I stickers, which are Ooh. so cute, uh, which is great. It's making me remember I love Detective Pikachu because it's based on the game, too. It makes me want to play the game because I look at it every day and it's so cute. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, dog. It's just I'm excited to find some more like iOS only games. I know that game company just released Sky mm-hmm. for iOS. Mm-hmm. They made Journey. And it's all Flower. happening. So yeah, hopefully I can get into the world of iOS only. Whole games. new, whole new phone, whole new Allegra. Yes. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Chelsea. Yes. You watched the new season of Veronica Mars. And here's where I'm going to warn viewers and our producer, Jelani. (laughs) Jelani, I'm sorry. We are about to get into spoiler territory. Because we are talking about this, the final season of Veronica Mars. So I'll I'll separate it. I'll do like the general introduction and then I'll get into the real spoilers because I have so many feelings. Okay. So I, I actually do think that if you pulled back very far, I would say Veronica Mars is maybe my favorite show. Aww. Isn't that nice? Nice show. <laughs> nice show about a nice girl who is solving mysteries. Love it. Kristen Bell concept. is fucking great. All the cast is wonderful. You're just getting more and more angry. I sure am. <laughs> it's under the surface. It's just boiling in there. Um, so what uh they Hulu produced a new season twelve essentially twelve years later, and Veronica's like in her thirties. And it it was really awesome. I got to I watched the screeners early. Um, a few days early, and then basically, like, the the setup is Veronica has, she moved back to Neptune after going to law school, which is crazy. Hell yeah, girl. <laughs> I know, but she would move back to Neptune. She's working with her dad again. They have a, they are both part of Mars Investigations PI agency. Um, oh. And, you know, they, she is actually dating Logan. They have a they have a nice thing going on. He's a Navy officer and a Navy intelligence officer, and he's like, whoa, kind of got his shit together. Um, so yeah, they that that's the the lead up to the show. The main concept of the show, which is twenty, it is eight episodes. They're all very long. Um, sorry, Simone, they are fifty two minute episodes. Oh, it is well. There goes any chance of me watching this show. It is quite. They are long episodes and they're like a lot of stuff happens. So main concept is Neptune, California is a like Southern California town. They have a ton of spring break uh, like people coming. It's just a huge part of their business. And suddenly there are people, there are bombs targeting spring break businesses like this kind of shitty hotel, Mm. which was really sad because like four people died. And so the main mystery is who's setting off these bombs, who's trying to kill people. A bunch of different people are involved because like their family members were killed. Mm. Like a congressman's uh, younger brother lost part of his hand. Ugh. Yeah, so sounds dark. It's really dark. This is a much darker show. They cuss a lot more. There's like actual. Um, well, it's actually say you say cuss. It's funny because they won't say the they won't say fuck. I almost <laughs> called it the F word like I'm 12. Uh, they won't say fuck. On this show, we cuss. And th- so, They'll drop bombs, well, but no, not Well, no, instead, the they F make it like this weird thing where Veronica, this like weird device where Veronica and her dad are like, we're having a competition on who can not say fuck the most, so we just replace it with cussing. So they say, this is, this is cussing bullshit or something like that, or just like, what the cuss? It's I actually whole. I don't know if I like it. I kind of think it's cheesy. Some other people said they've liked it. It is cheesy, but I love the word "cuss." It I just know. sounds really good. It also so. feels like a shout out to Kristen Mills' other show, The Good Place. I keep kicking the table. Oh I'm sorry. yeah, it must, I think that there's definitely some intertextual relationships between The Good Place because one of the actresses who was on The Good Place is also a guest star in this show, and she plays a rad British bar owner who punches people. Noise. Um, like so. Overall, I was really, enjo- I really 
much enjoyed the show. It, like, it's very much a Veronica Mars mystery where maybe you shouldn't look hard at some of the plot details. Patton <laughs> Oswald is a true crime obsessed pizza guy. Oh wow! Um, like, there's a lot of good casting in the show overall. Like, and, it's, and they brought back so many people. Um, like, her best friend Wallace is back, and he has a kid, and like. The, the awesome lawyer Cliff is back like all these wonderful characters show up um, and that's all fun and the writing still feels fresh and relevant she some of its stuff is like ripped from the headlines like one of the cases she does on the side is like uh, this jealous ex-husband is taking over someone's smart ha- like his ex-wife's smart house and like uh, hacking all this I'm like this timely is so timely uh, so very like very timely smart modern I really enjoyed it uh, but then now we're going to get into spoiler territory, right? Yes. This okay. is extreme spoilers. Please turn it off. I'll just skip ahead five minutes or something. Um, so basically, right at the end of the, the whole season, they are basically leading up to, will Logan and Veronica get married? They like He proposed to her in the first episode. She said, no, my life is too hard. I've seen too much heartache. Like This is my work in PI stuff. Why would I ever make a marriage? Marriages are terrible. Then, like, it kind of, like, he, but Logan is in therapy and, like, he's kind of going through his shit. He, used, he was a very angry teenager, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So he's he's doing self-improvement. It's really nice to see this character growth. So, like, through the season, they kind of go back and forth a lot about it. Veronica has a very traumatic event happen where someone, like, almost shoots her. Mm. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, this is the person I want to be with. She also has a sex dream about another character, (laughs) (laughs) which is, yeah, a very hot uh, FBI agent. So, yeah. Um, Then so this is like literally a ton of buildup. She finally agrees. Let's do a courthouse wedding tomorrow. And then there are multiple fake outs where it looks like Logan is going to get (gasps) cold feet. And I'm, I'm like, not even kidding. They're, like, waiting there for him. And he texts her that just says sorry with a period at the end. Oh, my God. A period? A period. Oh. Yo, and it, it was like, oh, he just ghosted. And then he showed up and he was like, oh, Siri just didn't get all of my message. Ha ha. And then they get married. So they get married. And they make a big point to point out the time. They get married at 4 p.m. And then... Uh, this 420 rolls around. 420 rolls around. No, so then they had actually captured the bomber and wrapped up the mystery and figured it out. Uh, it was Patton Oswalt the whole time. God damn it, Patton. I know. What the fuck? He, but what happened? He, Someone's going to skip ahead in the podcast and they're going to skip to right before that sentence and they're going to hear that and they'll be like, fuck, this cuss. is, here's the, cuss. Um, so then like, okay, he leaves a backpack, Patton Oswalt leaves a backpack in Veronica's car targeting her it is a bomb it goes off at five which logan has conveniently gone out to move the car for street cleaning so Mm -hmm. logan they are married for an hour and logan gets blown up why did logan move the car on his wedding day yeah right it was just like they got an alert that said street cleaning move the car i'm like they're about to drive off to their honeymoon it wouldn't care he could have waited five minutes there's no reason. Like, it was the plot contrivances. And but by the way, there are two minutes left on the clock of the show when this happens. Like, that this is the end of the season. So bad. And then they flash forward just one year later. And Veronica's like, gentrification killed this town, but I've got more cases and I've got to solve. And then she drives off into the sunset on the Pacific Coast Highway. Listening to, listening to some message that Logan, like a voicemail that Logan left his therapist. And it was just like, who's the strongest person? And I was like, this is bullshit. I, I mean, like, 
If you want to kill off a fan favorite character, fine. But why do it at the end of the episode? And why do it after doing all these fake outs? Fucking do it at the beginning of the last season. Or yeah. even like more than two minutes before the episode ends. There's like, you don't even get closure. Not in the last episode, period. You can't resolve that character arc, that whole emotional arc, no. if you don't give it time. And they, and especially because there were lots of buildups of like other really bad things happening. Like her dad, Keith Mars, is kind of sick the whole season. He's having like starting to have memory problems. And it like he has this breakdown where he doesn't think he can be a PI anymore. And then it turned out he was just on the wrong meds. Oh my God. And so like they had this huge kind of just fake out where you thought you were going to get this emotional like train wreck here. And instead you get it in a place you didn't expect it. And I'm to me. It seems fucked up and shitty. So I, That is fucked up. I agree. I read interviews with the creator of the show, and he says, this is just so, like, oh, he had to ditch the teenage drama, and you don't see a lot of detective shows where the main character has a boyfriend or husband, and, like, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, the reason... And now you won't, because her husband's fucking dead. He's like, well, she did have a husband for an hour. So it's like... She, they have to continue to make Veronica as a character suffer to make this good noir. They wanted to lean into the mystery of the show to make it successful. I'm like, the reason the show is successful is because fans love the characters. And it seems like just not understanding mm-hmm. why the show is successful overall. And yeah. he said it wasn't even a decision that Hulu pushed him into, which I thought it maybe it was. So I, I saw a understand. quote from him where he was like, I guess I can see why some people would be upset. Like, he really does sound so clueless and out of step with the audience. And uh, this again, this would be one thing if it were episode three of the last season. Yeah. And but the last minutes of the last episode ever? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you think... So I, I've heard, like, he seems to think they might get a new season or he was setting it up yeah, potentially he with, for one? He or? would like to get more seasons. And Kristen Bell said she will do this character until she's old. Aww. Like, well, that's sweet. It is so sweet. And she's like, uh, it was actually really sweet. She said at the Comic-Con panel, what she sat on, she was like, I, this this woman is a superhero without a cape. And uh, like, I have two daughters now. And even though this is an incredibly grueling show to shoot, I want to make this character for them. I want mm-hmm. to continue to do it for them. Oh, I'm like, really sweet. so sweet. I'm still pissed. Yeah. Like, right. it, it seems like they forgot what fans were there for, which is a lot of the interpersonal relationships. Do you mm-hmm. think there's any way, like, in a season five, the next season, they could somehow bring Logan back? Or it's very definitive. But they flash forward a year. They flash forward a year. Rob Thomas says no. Right. Unless, it like, they make it some big, like, Navy intelligence fake out. He had to. Oh, God, don't. I mean, like, that would be worse, I think, if contriving some reason to be back. I mean, like, I, I'm mad about the decision. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, apparently, the actor Jason Doring plays Tara in Kingdom Hearts 3, just so you know, Allegra. (laughs) Great. The most random. I was like, that's what you were doing when you were doing the show? Um, I just am like, I think it's disappointing for a show that basically was became a cult success after its UPN run. Mm -hmm. And that's all like it's 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 weird betrayal to all the people that supported the show. It is weird. It is really weird. You're absolutely right about that. And it just, it's it's just not how arcs, story arcs nope. work. Nope. Nope. Um, unfortunately, we're out of time for today. Thank you for sharing your grievances, Chelsea. It made me think of a lot of things that I want to say about Riverdale, but Thank- I'll save that for another time. Thank you for hearing my grievances, <laughs> I'm always Simone, here to hear. And sorry, I hope no one was too spoiled, but I do, I hope if you are listening and you feel me, 
like yeah yeah we're all angry well if you do feel her you can email polygon show (laughs) polygon.com if you do feel her thanks everyone for listening uh we'll be back with you next week and please enjoy those bonus episodes this has been the polygon show right on apple Podcasts. that too The Polygon Show is part of the Vox Media Podcast Network. Our producer is Ross Miller, and our editor and co-producer is Jelani Carter. Our theme music is by Miles Yule.